if you can believe it, I've got Bruce Green in the house. He's a dear, sweet friend, uh, a mentor of such, and uh, all-around role model. What? Bowling? For, Come on now. For, for, I should be the role model for nobody. For all the children uh, across the world. I should be the role um, model for nobody. <laughs> whatever you know you know how it goes but bruce you're awesome thanks for joining me of course um, we're recording uh this on uh a beautiful saturday night and uh as you know i have a lot of guests incoming this is going to be another one-on-one like i did with lawrence last week we have tons of guests uh coming up we have blessing uh oh, sweet. i got greg i got greg miller coming on no too. the famous greg miller the uh-huh. trending trending gamer of the year greg miller <laughs> One million followers, a couple of hundred of them, a couple of hundred thousand of them fake on Twitter. Oh, Greg. damn. I'm calling out Greg right now. Jeez. <laughs> no. Whoa. I, it's, it's like you try to find the one fallacy with Greg Miller, and it's like I, I did a Twitter on it. I did a Twitter audit on him one time, and uh, I was like, oh, wow, he's got a lot of fake followers. I mean, that's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. That's why it's funny to me, because it's yeah. not even, even the fallacy is bullshit. <laughs> Yep. Um, but this is the, uh, did I say fifth? God. Yeah, you did. You said, you said fifth, yeah. These podcasts fly by so fast. I'm very excited to be doing some kind of collaboration that's not on Twitch. And this, oh, thing, yeah. will, this thing will be up for all time. Uh, I want to do a quick shout to go check out last week's episode. Lawrence Bruce, we talked about MCNs. Oh, that's uh, that's a great. I haven't watched it yet. I got to watch that because yeah. talking to Lawrence about that stuff is just he's just such an incredibly intelligent guy. So. I know, I know. I, I that was like a dream of mine to record that, and we didn't really we didn't spill a lot of tea or anything like that. But it oh, was yeah. a very like, man, what a crazy time um, <laughs> yeah. when when YouTube channels were just getting bought like crazy. So yeah. check out that episode. And Bruce, did you know that we have our own website? And even though I'm wearing Ray Narvaez frame rate merch right now wait what's what's the website for hangtime hangtime.gg and you can go buy our own merch that we fulfill my my wife chelsea is in there packaging up packaging them up up stickers uh, as we speak we might have some holographics on the way i'll show you look at that oh i love it i love it i love that (laughs) Uh, but damn it let's get into it we haven't streamed in a little bit what have you been doing uh, I've just been just been banging them out because I'm about to go on a vacation uh, for a couple of weeks, which I've never done before. I've never taken a vacation that long ever in my entire career. So, and I don't mean streaming career; I mean ever. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like trying to cram a bunch of streams in before I leave. Uh, so I've been streaming. I streamed pretty much all the way through the holidays. And what's funny is that like people are always like, "Man, like you stream so much, it's like uh, that must get tiring." And I'm always like, "It doesn't." It really like like my yeah. bo- I think my body gets tired occasionally, which is honestly pretty rare. But I love doing. It. I love going back and doing it over and over and over. I don't know. It's it's a, been a lot of fun. Your schedules your schedules now more intense than ours is. Um, is it really? I thought you guys were streaming more than I than I was. I I mean, so you you kind of stream how we used to. We've kind of scaled our streams back to be um, mm. ten a.m. to three, and then we've kind of changed the way we monetize to where it's like. Um, to have a really good day, that would be what would push us into oh, got um, it. Got it. Yeah. seven, eight o'clock at night. We would have to have like a bomb day. Right. A really good day puts us done streaming at like five o'clock. That way we can do our edits, maybe record podcasts and, yeah. um, you know, uh, take care of admin work and then go home around eight. Mm-hmm. You are collaborating all the time, like until yeah, it's fun, super, super late. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And like today's a perfect example. Like I streamed. 
doing the podcast and I'm going to stream a little later tonight. And again, like this kind of changed a little bit. Pandemic made it. So we all sat at home and all we did was play games. So I was like, well, I might as well stream it. Right. But now that mm-hmm. pandemic's let, letting up a little bit, obviously, yes, it's still super dangerous and, and we're all trying to stay safe. But at the same time, it's letting up a little bit so we can go and do things. We can go like go have dinner or, you know, like yeah. see a movie safely and things like that. So like I'm taking a few more nights off now, um, but still streaming quite a bit. I always thought you guys were, I mean, you guys have always got nose to the grindstone and I've always respected that. So oh, you're so sweet. But uh, yeah, I mean, our... I'm I'm I was I just tweeted about this earlier because Sony was like, hey, look at these four 300 hour games that are coming out in February. Aren't you guys excited? Because they were like, look at Horizon and look at Elden Ring and look at oh Destiny gosh, and look at Sifu. Oh, and Dying Light is coming out um, oh, yeah. on like the fourth. And they just tweeted out, hey, it's going to be 500 hours. 500 um, hours. That's what they said. They said it was going to take 500 hours. What? To complete Dying Light. That's what the tweet said. And they were like, they were like bragging about it. And I'm like, hey, that's that's great, but like, <laughs> I really want to play that. And obviously, like, since we have a group, we want to play it in co-op and stuff. But it's like, man, that is the that is the one thing you could say to me and not make me want to buy a game. <laughs> it's true. Same if with it was, me. Same with me. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxies had uh, that had like what was like I think it was like thirteen hours of gameplay. That's and so wonderful. It was great. Yeah, no, it's great. You knock it out in a few streams, or like if you you know if you're not streaming it, you just go home and play it. You probably knock it out in three nights, four nights. And be like, wow, I really enjoyed that. Not 500 hours. something taking over my entire life. I know. <laughs> I remember um, like when Uncharted 4 came out, I was like, yes, an eight-hour linear adventure. And even Uncharted 4 was like, hey, this game's 20 hours. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. But do you, remember, do you remember that time when it was like, I guess it was like 2008 to like 2014 when everybody was just like, what? Your game's not 100 hours? I'm not paying $60 for that. Yes, I do. And now it's just like... Please just give me a four-hour banger. <laughs> let, <laughs> yeah, let, yeah. I don't care how much you charge. You can charge a hundred bucks as long as it's a good, <laughs> solid short game, so I can get through. It. But anyways, yeah. Speaking of that, um, there, there, it was that, and I just tweeted about like, man, that's a long game. And then we have um the studio build coming, and then March to the top, like that's mm-hmm. like our month-long grind of like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, those streams that we usually take weeks to produce where I've already got the docket and it's going to it's it's like 30 bangers. And we're hoping the space is done in time uh, for March. Oh, wow. OK, you guys <laughs> so, are cutting it close then. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be done like in Thanksgiving by Thanksgiving. But now they're like, hey, it'll be done by March. And I said, well, it needs to be done by February. I don't care if I have to lease the incomplete space yeah. from the builder. All right. We have to be in there because not we have to like build our sets and yeah, set yeah. up and stuff right. in the two weeks before March to the top. So, and just that is like we're, we're trying to scale back to where it's like periods of grinding rather than like that's good hurt hurting ourselves. That's that's the, that's I mean honestly that's the way it should be. It's a uh, a lot of people don't realize this and i think this is something that we don't talk about enough um when it comes to online content creation versus television or movies um which is traditional production uh traditional production i've done both now i've done i did television for almost i was like i think it was like eight years of television production and then i and then i've done about 11 years of online content creation and uh online content creation is a constant grind over and over and over mm-hmm. and television production and uh, movie production is like this sprint of like three or six months, sometimes really long, like nine. And then 
you just disappear. You disappear. You literally just go away for three months. You can mm-hmm. like, it's, it's called gigging in Los Angeles. And, yeah. y- and that's, uh, that has always been uh, so strange to me because online t- content creation, I know that our audiences obviously are the best and they're always like, take a vacation, you know, like take time off. Yeah. But there are passive viewers that are not those people. And those mm-hmm. passive viewers are the ones that won't come back if you're gone for a week or two weeks or whatever. And yeah. the, the it's it's really hard to to make what we do seasonal. And the reason it is seasonal on television or with movies and th- something like that is because honestly, when you use up all your creativity, you sort of need to like you need to get it all back. You need to take a break, mm-hmm. sort of refresh, get your creativity back, and then go back in. So uh, I'm glad to hear you say that you're not going to be grinding. Uh, you know, like a ton. Instead, you're going to like pick March to grind and then like scale back a little bit. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. I was thinking in April, uh, I was kind of just thinking about how much games are to play, but how cool would it be if like after March, if, if I was like, Hey, PETA and Grayson, like you take off the month. I will just play. I'll just pick one of these 50 hour games. Just grind them. Yeah. Yeah. And just grind it and just play for like, eight you know eight hours a day and like yeah. it obviously it's super lax because it's just me gaming it's not like we're doing like big productions but think about how to uh balance that out but yeah it is it is wild uh yeah it's a totally just, a totally different world that i don't know that people i i don't i don't know that people n- know that production has never been like this before this is all this is all brand new um yeah even even when you were i was i worked on a daily hour-long live television show for five years. And even when I did that, uh, I, we would compare those other productions because there were other like tonight show and those, those mm-hmm. shows that air five nights a week. You know what? They actually, they actually rotate staffs. They have staffs that they rotate. So one staff will produce a show one night and an entirely different staff will produce a show the next night in order to give that other staff a break. And so I don't know that people are aware of that, how that's how it was because the industry knew that's how we needed production to be. But then mm-hmm. the stuff that we're doing, it's just constant. Yeah. So. It's just, it's just us. What was your, what was your in to like G4 and stuff? How, how did you, how did you start? You don't have to do like a yeah, long yeah. sweaty history of everything, but like, no, I just no. genuinely I've t- curious. Yeah. I've told the story a bunch of times, but it's super brief. Um, I was unemployed when I graduated college, like everybody is. I was applying for jobs like mad for three months in Los Angeles. And uh, I had watched a ton of G4 because G4 had just started around the time I mm-hmm. graduated college. So I saw found G4 because I was like, I would love to work at G4. And uh, I applied. I, I want to say I sent in 30 applications, which is, by the way, the wrong way to do this. I should never uh-huh. have done it that way. Never. <laughs> and I finally got a call from their HR and the HR lady was like, hey, this is Monica from G4. And I was all excited. I was like, whoa. And she was like, I need you to stop sending in oh, applications. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she was like, but I may have something for you. And uh, it was a coordinator job, which is great. It was like very bottom of the barrel. It's perfect. Uh-huh. And uh, she was like, I'll bring you in for the interview, but I need you to stop. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I, was like, I was like, okay, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I came in, interviewed, and got the job. Uh so I always tell people, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But I got very lucky. I got very, very lucky. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh so I was I was just actually by happenstance, I was watching some Attack of the Show on the uh on their the Attack of the Show YouTube channel. And I was thinking yeah. about um like, you know, whenever whenever they were like talking about G four, like 
I, 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 I wasn't like pessimistic, but I was also like, you know, kind of like, what is it going to be like? How is that going to fit into our space now? You mean like new G4? Yeah, like yeah. new G4. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. how, what, what are they going to do to make it, um, not even like personality wise, because obviously they've got the best. They have the best uh, in the business. Yeah. Yeah. They have the best in the business. They have like the mega Avengers of content creators. But I was, I was very curious about like from a business standpoint, um, how are, how are they going to monetize? Mm -hmm. And yeah. like, would, would those shows be like, um, not, not, I guess not shells, but like kind of toned back a little bit since they weren't like prime time mm -hmm. shows and they were like internet shows, but I was watching tech of the show and it was like great energy, like same level of production. It seemed like they had the same kind of full crew house oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Whole deal. of like, but I'm, I'm very curious as to like, God, I would love to see like how, like how they're generating um, like revenue and like how their sponsorship deals go and stuff. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's all, I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. Cause I couldn't tell you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I'm not, but I can guess. Um, and I usually for a, for a large production like that, the way they're going to get the most money that they need to continue is, uh, ad deals. So mm -hmm. they, 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 it has to be, integrations with coca-cola or um you know with uh turtle beach or like with logitech yeah. it has to be that shit um yeah because that's they're gonna then pay them whatever two hundred thousand dollars to uh be sponsored for a week or whatever you know yeah, who, who yeah. knows in, in bulk in yeah. bulk it's got to be that but, so yeah but yeah whenever they were coming up with it i was just like man so if they're gonna make internet shows it's gonna have to be like lesser versions in smaller but no it's just like they're going all out and obviously it's like a, um you know like this is just the beginning of of what that plan is but yes yeah, they've got some runway they, they have some runway yeah. from i mean because again that's owned by comcast one of the largest companies in the world so yeah Com comcast whatever they want to throw at them if they're like hey we'll give you a million bucks um, go for as long as you can use a million dollars or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then they're probably, you'll probably give them a year or two to, to be like recoup these costs. And if you don't recoup yeah. the costs, then well, then we got to move on. I don't, again, I have no idea. This is just me guessing. So, yeah, I think it's interesting that, um, I was thinking about like on, cause I like what, what was kind of old internet, like 2010 or 2012, like it's becoming kind of new again. Um, like I was thinking about how, uh, like on TikTok, you know, there's, there's uh, like video game trivia is now like a trend on TikTok where it's like, Jeez. did you know that in the original Mario brothers, the clouds are the same shape as the bushes? They're just reskinned. <laughs> it's like this TikTok has like 800, like, you know, it's, it's viral and yeah. people are like, oh my God, I didn't see that. And it's like, man, like peanut butter gamer made a video about that. Like in 2008, <laughs> Sean, you know what? You just found What's out that? that you're old. <laughs> yeah i know i know i think i think it's um i think it's because everything we make as entertainers on the internet it's like there's there still isn't and there really won't be like good research on uh social pat there is there's short term but oh, i see what you're saying yeah there's no like cyclical data data on how this is all going to work in true. the realm of human existence yeah you're right you're right um but i think it's really fun i think um with g4 uh 
which again, like this, uh, best intentions for them. Like they, they, I'm super excited for them. Oh, of course, but so. it's cool to see like cyclical patterns in online entertainment, mm -hmm. right? Like G4 is golden, by, is gone, uh, is in the golden area, and now it's back. And then I was thinking about how. Um, uh, groups of creators, uh, while much larger than uh, all the veterans from those groups, are now kind of sp splintering off into mm -hmm. their own uh, their own pockets. And uh, individual creators are uh, like you know you and Lawrence and like myself and yeah, you guys, yeah. uh, uh, the AH guys are all like yeah, it on personal channels as absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah, and. Uh, I, I'm curious, and I'm hoping for this because we're moving into a new studio, <laughs> and obviously we are a group of creators here on Hang Time. But uh, I'm curious as to like when people will desire, uh, like when will people crave another Cow Chop or another Sugar Pine Seven? You know, like how these kind of loops in internet content go. Yeah. Like as far as yeah, I, uh, I you know it's this is gonna be. Uh, I, this is gonna be weird to say. I don't think that they've ever stopped. So this is uh, what we're doing on Twitch is an evolution of YouTube and mm -hmm. it's an evolution of online content creation. And uh, truly the biggest creators on Twitch are, are singular creators. They're not groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the groups uh, still work, but not on Twitch. So, and there are groups that I see create content like you guys that are on Twitch. Um, yeah. But you guys are, you guys, I don't know. Like this is, this is weird to say, cause I don't want it to sound insulting, but you guys are really good at running a business. Um, yeah. You're really good at running a, a very like super tight ship. Like there's only a few of you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what I've seen is on Twitch when they're like, we're going to run, uh, like you said, like a, let's say a cow shop, but we're going to uh, make it really expensive. So the, pr the production is so high. Yeah. It's like, whoa, <laughs> like, like, yeah. let's scale it back a little bit. And so there's a, there's a medium, happy medium somewhere in there. And I feel like you guys are hitting it. Uh, but that's what people want on Twitch. They want the, they want the really direct connection with their creators and yeah. whether or not there's four of them or one of them, you know? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really interesting. I've talked with this about the guys. So like, I know what you're getting at and it's cool, but like, we will never have the opportunity for growth like a moist critical or a mm -hmm. Hassan, yeah. uh, like ever. It's just, it will not happen unless there's a major shift in how people identify with groups. It's and true. there's like some yeah. kind of weird, um, like a uh, social, uh, cloud <laughs> that like changes how everybody like to watch content. But, uh, people, uh, Fuya, like Alfredo, Michael, like, they will always have a leg up on uh, the opportunity for growth uh, rather than like a brand, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's interesting. I, I've actually thought about that a lot because I've been looking for uh, sponsors for the space, right? Yeah. I can't like, besides um, one that I have kind of on the hook right now and that I'm waiting on and that's like it. Like I can't, and I've always wondered, like, I wonder if this would have been easier if I was like, hey, I'm Sean. I have, you know, I have 300 concurrent followers. I have yeah. 33,000 followers on my Sean channel, right? 
I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. I, that's the because this is something that a lot of people think about, especially people that I think watch us. Because a lot of people will come in my chat and be like, "Hey, how do I become a creator?" And mm -hmm. I'm like, "Oh boy, like that's the lo the biggest loaded question ever." Yeah. Um, so I think a lot about this, I, and I don't necessarily know that there is there isn't one thing I can tell you that will work. Um, and do people do people become creators? I mean, they they do. And what happens is they usually become creators because they know other larger creators. So this is yeah, what I'm. Yeah. This is what I've noticed a lot on YouTube or Twitch or whatever else is there is a really good creator. Let's say there's somebody with a hundred concurrence who's streaming on Twitch and has been grinding it out, and uh -huh. a larger creator notices them and goes, uh, "Sean, I want you to stream Warzone with me all the time." Yeah. And let's say it's fucking uh, Ninja. Ninja mm -hmm. goes to you and goes, hey, Sean, I want you to play Warzone with me. That's it. That's how it works. That's how you're going to yeah. get the boost. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, every uh, it's uh, go to Ms. Kiff's house. Like that's yes. how you yes. that's how you become a successful streamer. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's so that's really obviously <laughs> it doesn't work for all of us because like, you know, you don't know Ninja and I don't know Ninja. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think <laughs> I, it's like you you are my Ninja. Ray is my Ninja. Yeah. Ray's like, my Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, you know, when the kind of funny guys raid, it's like, oh, oh my huge. God. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting that uh, we've, we are, we kind of have a group. We have like a cyclical, like a, we do. a group of we're trading raids and a lot of us are sharing audience and you know, we, you have helped us grow. Uh, you know, I, I hope that, you know, some of our audience has gone to your channel oh, yeah. and, Absolutely. you know, tipped and gifted the, the, the shit out of you. Right. They are, I mean, they always uh, do the, the, the best, you know, like that's, yeah. the, you know, like that, that'll big audience, the kind of funny, the hang time, the me, the PETA, the, um, Alfredo, the, the Michael, they're, you know, like we're all, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, especially it's like, how, how do you blow up? And it's like, I'm kind of the wrong person to ask because I've, you know, I've only been doing like uh, from a business standpoint, this is weird. It's weird. Like I can't, yeah, the, the, I can't, I, I can't describe it. I mean, obviously you have, um, you worked with a large group of creators and we are kind of like this triple trickle down, uh, obvious with brands we've grown, right. Uh, that we've championed that have been, um, ours, but, uh, I've never just, uh, you know, even whenever I was solo streaming a long time ago, I always had like 30 to 50 people watching me because I worked at like Screw Attack, right? Mm -hmm. So I've never been like, cool, I'm turning on the stream. I hope this thing grows. Uh, I mean, that's, right? really, that's funny because I that's what I do every day. Like to me, it's like, I hope every single day I go on and like, I hope I can see more, start to see more faces. You know, like that's, that's yeah. the whole... I think I'm. I think I just mean from zero. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, like from zero. I, Man, from yeah. zero. So from zero, the way I this is another analogy that I use is uh I don't know if you ever watched the reality show The Ultimate Fighter. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I watched I remember I watched the first heavyweight season with Kimbo. Oh is it great, great show. Um great reality show. And the Ultimate Fighter was a reality show that basically at the end of the show, whoever won uh would get put in the UFC and then they would fight in the UFC. Um and what I noticed was all these dudes that were on the Ultimate Fighter had been doing MMA for years and it was their second job. So they, mm -hmm. they would go and do their job, uh, you know, whatever it was, bagging groceries or, you know, uh, data entry or whatever. And then 
at six o'clock on the dot. They bail. They go and do MMA for four hours every night. Yeah. And those yeah. dudes are fucking grinding. And it's the same with somebody who's just starting on Twitch or YouTube. If, if you want to do that on Twitch or YouTube, you're going to have to work your normal job or go to college or whatever. And yeah. then when you're done, you go to the stream. You go to your YouTube channel and you make content. And you're doing that for years and years and years. And eventually you get to a spot where you're like, oh, wait, I, this could be my real job. But it's going to take mm -hmm. a long time. That's just part of it. Yeah. Unless you I know think, Shroud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. I think it's one, one thing I always say to like people like, oh, how do I do this? It's like, well, do you want to invest indefinite time into something that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that and, and I'm, I'm kind of brutal with them, that I'm like, that's, that's honestly probably not going to work out. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Um, I yes. think we are, uh, as far as like a, a business, I don't know of another business on Twitch that's our size. Of course, you got like easy allies and kind of funny, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we are like hang times much smaller than those brands. But I don't know another brand in this kind of weird, anomalic, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, small audience, but an audience that funds a group. That's right. right? That's right. Yeah. And so when people ask, it's like, we, we are so fortunate. We have other people and, um, yeah. and we have, uh, like five times the hours go into growing our brand and it's almost impossible to grow our brand. Yep. Right. And so it's like, what are that? It's not like, it's what are you going to be able to do as an individual to <laughs> outrace the impossible? Yeah. I remember like, yeah. Like when the, like when the Twitch leak happened, the, the, the biggest thing for me was this sucks because nobody is going to understand how small that group of full-timers is. Nobody's going to look at that data and go to like, I don't know how it broke down, but like, let's say it's like the number 400th rate ranked, um, yeah. payout was like $40,000 a year, right? And nobody's gonna look at that and say, okay, that person who's making 40,000 a year on Twitch is a point percent streamer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I remember when the Twitch would clap, the only thing people were talking about is how much money the top like 10 people made and not how disproportionately impossible it is to make a living as a creator. So yeah, yeah. but it's, but it's always been that way. And, and like, yeah, Twitch was, Twitch is not unique in that sense. YouTube yeah. is, it, YouTube is the same deal. And when mm -hmm. I worked at Funhouse and inside gaming, it was always the same questions. Like, how do I start to become a YouTube creator? And I was like, I don't know, man, do it as your second job for three years. Like, and uh, hope for the best and hope for the best. And like the, another thing that I would, would say to people, I still say now is like for you and I, I think, especially you get uh, hang time and, and, my channel, we're variety streamers. We like to kind of mm -hmm. like, I think if I, I could be wrong, but I think if you guys are like, you know what? I'm not feeling the new game. That's, that's everybody's playing. Like I'd rather play blank. You just go and play mm -hmm. it. And yeah. it's the same with me. Like there are some days where I'm like, I, you know what? I'd like to play Tarkov. Um, but it's going to take a lot of setup. Like I'd, I really wish that I had drops, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, like I'll just play battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and truthfully, when it comes to variety streamers, we're not going to have exponential growth. It's just not it's just not the way it works because we're variety. Exactly. Yeah. However, Sean, if you get really good at Fortnite or Tarkov, and then that's all you do, 
then yeah. when that game gets big, you're going to go with it. Um, uh-huh. However, here's another problem with that. <laughs> if you get really big with Tarkov, Sean, you are now a slave to Tarkov. You can only play Tarkov yeah. on the channel or else yeah. uh, everybody leaves. <laughs> I remember talking with Alfredo. Like, um, I think I was there when he, he might have been... It might have been like one of his first days at Achievement Hunter. I, I'd seen him like on IGN, right? And it was the first time I ever met him. I had lunch with him. And I was like, how's streaming going? Because I was like, cool, he's going to get hired by Achievement Hunter. It's going to be great for him. His Twitch channel is going to just blow up. This is awesome. And I remember he, he, I was like, you've been playing a lot of Siege. And he was like, yeah, I tried to play Destiny the other night. And it bombed so bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Man, and he was like, I wish I could play anything mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people would show up. And I just remember thinking, like, obviously he now he can, which is awesome. Oh, like yeah. he's uh, he's yeah. playing whatever. And that and it's lending himself really well to his channel. But I just remember that was kind of like he probably doesn't realize it, but that was like teaching me, especially when we were trying to grow game attack from a uh, a live streaming standpoint, where it's like it's gonna f- suck. But yeah. we should, we should, I should take that information and just like never lock into a game. Maybe that, have a base that you like to play. But. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, like, but you're right. I mean, like, and that's the, that's the blessing and the curse of variety is, is, uh, with variety streaming, we could kind of play whatever we want. People show up and be like, hey, we just want to chill with Bruce or just want to chill with Hang Time. However, you're never going to get that random explosion of, you know, like, oh, dude, uh, all this guy who plays is Tarkov. He's played for five years and now Tarkov is big, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Um, which is okay. Yeah. Like that's a, I, I do this knowingly. Like I would rather have, I'd ra- honestly rather have the smaller dedicated audience I've got. Cause now I, yeah. I fucking know them. I, I know all their names. I like, I know they, we have yeah. these long histories with each other. It's kind of great. So. Yeah. I was talked about that with Lawrence a little bit in that, um, at the end of the podcast last week, he was like, what was, what was your takeaway from the MCN thing and being owned versus now? And it was, um, I can run a healthier business mm-hmm. myself with 300 viewers than, um, than my MCN did with mm-hmm. like AT&T money. Mm-hmm. Like the money comes from a dedicated audience That's right. that cares about it. And so I'm going to treat that money well and take care of people yeah. and um rather than you know kind of get paid really really bad by by a megacorp and <laughs> once i once i let go of the i i told Lawrence this i said once i let go of the what if it goes upside down or what if you know what if it fails it was like really freeing to be like man i like this i like yeah. these 250 300 people as long as i can you know make a living then i mean i think it's great something would have to go like terribly wrong if like (laughs) if like all of your audience just suddenly was like hey we're not going to support you anymore (laughs) yeah no i know and 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 that's what i say almost every day to the people that i stream to it's like i whenever i get a chance whenever anybody is like man it looks like you're like doing really well on twitch i'm always like uh, yeah, I'm incredibly lucky to have the people I do. Yeah. Like that's, that to me is something that the community that we've got is just unbelievable. And I can't, 
thank them enough, I, I can't be more joyous about it. Um, and, uh, I've, I've even had like, I have people occasionally approach me and say like, wow, like you've really figured out how to monetize on Twitch. And I'm like, I, that's not, that was literally never the goal. <laughs> like this wasn't, yeah. uh, my goal wasn't ever to be like, all right, how do I get as much money as possible? It's like, no, no, no. My goal was just to make content that I enjoy that people also like to engage with. <laughs> yeah. And when well, I engage with people, that's part of, that's part of what I do and I love to do. So. Yeah. Well, we have software engineers at Hang Time who, 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 who program ways for us to monetize. <laughs> uh, but still, it's the same thing. It's like, man, y'all, y'all, like, obviously, like Hang Time and Game Attack in the past, like we found our way of monetizing. But it's like, yeah, all we really want to do is just make this our full time job. <laughs> like. It. Yeah. It, it it would be awesome if if one day uh you know mr beast came in and was like hey here's 20 million dollars you all can go retire now um yeah. it'd be cool it'd be cool <laughs> but like i'm pretty fine with making a living like i can buy video games and <laughs> and, and play <laughs> and them on stream for yep. entertainment yeah that's great <laughs> i mean i so. love it i love like i again it's like and I, my goal has always been to grow the stream so like i want to get bigger I want to, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I want to have a larger audience. I want to have an audience of 3000 people watching or whatever, but I still want to hold that same community sense. Like that's my goal is to, as we, as we get bigger, still have the same feeling of community. Like it's, I don't want it to be a, all right, we got your club. Yeah. Well that, but I also don't want it to be like, all right, we got to fucking turn on emote only because people are being shitty in chat. It's like, no dude, if you're being shitty in chat, I'm going to catch it. And we'll yeah. be like, yo, don't be shitty. <laughs> you know, yeah. like stop it. So I, I want easy. Yeah. Love Bannon. I love Bannon. Oh, do you see? I love, I'm, I, I never, Bannon. I'm, I'm more of a timer outer. I, I'll, I'll give you a, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you 10 minutes to figure out like if you want to be a human or not, if you don't want to be a human, then all right, well then move on. So we got called commies last week. Why is that? Cause you banned them. Cause we, no, no. Because we were talking about, uh, we were talking about wearing masks and getting your vaccine. <laughs> well, you know what? You're called communists. John Bolin, you, maybe you are a communist. Everything about that. And I would have banned that guy, but he left the chat and unsubscribed. Oh, come on, dude. But it was it was sad. Here's it was like, you didn't leave. I banned you. <laughs> this is an interesting this is an interesting time right now because everything's so politicized. Yeah. Um, and I'm I, it's for the most part, I'm always like, can we just keep that out of the chat? Like, can we just like like, yes, like I'm vaccinated and I wear a mask. But like also, why are we in here yelling at each other about it? Like, go read. Go do this somewhere else where this is not, this isn't the, the place to sit mm -hmm. down and argue about whether or not you want to wear a mask or get vaccinated. I, I don't know. It's just so funny. Like, it's such an interesting, that to me is just bringing toxicity into your chat. They're doing it on purpose. That's there for no yeah. other reason. So. I think, I think, uh, obviously for us, there's been like, obviously there's been a lot of shifts on the channel. And like, now if politics come up, we express our politics, we express our, our viewpoints. So, yeah. Yeah, our, our viewpoints. And then um, if somebody becomes hostile about it, like, I, we just ban them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> if, no, that's exactly yeah, it. If yeah. they, can, they, can, they, can, they can talk about it in the chat, but, like, the second somebody calls somebody, like, uh, like an asshole in the chat or something, that's it. it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, so it's been, it's been a, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a, a very strange but 
fun time. But for me with the channel, it's, it's, if I, if you said something at a party that would make me go to the other side of the room, like, I don't really want you watching the channel. Like I don't, sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. really interested in you like, and, and you bring your two points. So, right. And, and yeah. I, we kind of just like let the audience understand that we're, we're not going to, we don't like suppress like our beliefs or anything. Um, and like if somebody has an issue with those beliefs, like they can, they can ask questions or yeah, voice yeah. If, if they want, but if they're assholes about it, it's just like, no, it's a civilized conversation. That's what I always say. Exactly. Cause it's like, if I, you sometimes you, I'm sure this happens to you guys, or you have like two people arguing in the chat about who knows what. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'll, I'll see it for a little bit. And then if they keep it civil, all good. But then eventually I'm like, okay, all right, all right. It's time for you to take this somewhere else. Like you, you and this person need to work it out individually, not on a, on a Twitch chat. Like I hate it when they do it in the general discord. Have you seen, have you had that happen before? Uh, yeah. I mean, occasionally, thankfully my discord mods are great, but it's the same deal. I'm always like, yeah, message each other. What, like this is, yeah. why are you doing this in front of 2000 people? The, like the reason, you know why the reason is, is because they want someone to confirm their it's, I mean, like it's so clear. It's such an obvious yeah. uh, attempt at making to, you know, it's an obvious attempt at trying to get other people to bandwagon. And I don't like that. I, just mm -hmm. go and have a normal debate, you know, oh, like, or like, it, obviously like there are people that like will have something terrible happen, but they'll like when people come into chat and they're like, Betty white died. Oh yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> they, it's, yes, like, yeah. It's like, Oh my God. <laughs> like <laughs> they love throwing uh gasoline on the fire. They love that. Yeah. Yeah. It, they want to, they want to feel like they've done. Well, that's the Reddit upvote mentality, right? They want, yeah. they want that, that fake karma. So they need the arrows. They need the arrows. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been a wild time. I think it's, I think it's for the most part, just be who you are on stream and let, let the, let the excess fall off fall off wherever it may and yep. be okay yep. with that. Yeah. No, yeah. That's just, I mean like the I, truly the, uh, the more humans I meet, the more I'm like, look, everybody's relatively reasonable, especially <laughs> yeah. if you get them individual in person and you talk to each other in person, but the internet puts this, uh, this veil of anonymity on everything that makes people just garbage. And I'm always, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, we're going to take that away. Like if you want to, continue to be garbage you're hiding behind the keyboard so i'm not going to allow that but yeah. if you want to show up and be normal and like say hi and talk to people and like be a human as you would if you walked into a room with uh, 300 other people yeah then you can go ahead and do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? so ah i yeah. don't know yeah it's uh it's weird it's a this is a totally different and i'm like i've been making content on twitch now for almost five years and I'm still learning. I'm still, uh -huh. I'm still, you know, getting methods down. I'm still understanding how things work. And I, I haven't, I don't have anywhere near all of it figured out. Uh, and I don't know how you guys feel about it. I, I mean, how long have you guys have been on Twitch? Uh, so we moved to Twitch four, three years ago, three years man. Ago. I tell you what, it's been crazy to see YouTube gaming just decide to care. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a platform because like I don't know if you know this, but when we left YouTube Gaming, we were, we were like um, we were like the highest supported channel on the platform. Like oh, right. with their paid memberships. Yeah, we we only had like two thousand, but it was still in so beta, good. and we were we were like the only people taking advantage of it. And like just talking to their engineers, it was like, hey, your platform is going to die because 
you're only you're only growing people that are playing uh like free fire mobile right who aren't making youtube any money with super chats or mm-hmm. aren't driving memberships and we're we have this really high conversion rate so we left for twitch and youtube gaming died they killed <laughs> youtube gaming and now they're just like hey what's up everybody and <laughs> yeah, not n- none of my huge YouTube- streamers yeah, signing huge streamers, my YouTube partner managers, who I we left on really amicable terms. Like they don't answer me at all because I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Yep. Uh, I'm just kind of curious about like, you know, if you're if if you are looking for because obviously it's like we would be a small fish, small pond, but we have a great audience and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, it's it's been an adventure to to be like, wait a minute, what? So I'm very <laughs> speaking about streamers growing. It's like. You know, if you're asking how to grow as a streamer, um, get your get your ass off of Twitch uh, as far as extra content. Uh, stream on Twitch, but make YouTube content and stuff like that because mm. Twitch is just like really terrible for organic growth. But um, that's what I've heard, yeah, that's what, like I was very lucky coming coming from a background that I had for you, like you know, I've been making content for 15 yeah. years or whatever, and then I went moved to Twitch. Um, so I was very lucky to arrive with 200 people that were like, oh, we'll watch you, and then I've grown exactly. it ever since. So. Yeah, um, but we, uh, it's been it's been wild to think because if, if YouTube just makes an algorithm for live channels, um, then it's over, you know, mm-hmm. it, and we're and we're all moving to YouTube. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, they're trying what Mixer tried a few years ago. They're yeah. they're like you know handpicking big streamers, and they're I mean they're teleporting their audiences. That's what they're doing. They're yeah. like yeah. you know we need an extra ten thousand concurrence or fifteen thousand concurrence. Bring over Lupo, mm-hmm. um, and that's that is how you get audience. You have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So they're stealing. They're the... they're taking from Twitch. They genuinely are taking from Twitch. Yeah. I feel like I I feel like what happened with Twitch is that uh, is that they got bought. They got their their money to be able to pay creators, and now Prime was like, or Amazon proper was like, hang on one second, like, you know, Twitch is like, hey, Lupo's leaving, and Amazon's like, uh, well, yeah, uh, we've just kind of seen it's not really worth it over the couple of, past couple of years, so we don't have to. There's a really pay him to stay. There's a really interesting mindset. I was just thinking about this last night. There's a really interesting mindset that comes along with feeling you are the biggest, um, mm-hmm. or feeling you're the best. And I've seen it on, I've seen it at companies I worked at. I've seen it on those platforms. And as soon, this is so weird. It's such a, it's such an interesting way that life has of correcting karma. But as soon as you get arrogant about the shit that you're making and about how big you are in your market, you're like, well, we're the biggest, we're the best. Where is anybody else going to go? That's when your knees get just knocked right out from under you. I promise you. I don't know what it is, but as soon as people like, I don't, I'm not saying Twitch is saying this, but if there's somebody at Twitch who's like, well, nobody else, they're not going to go anywhere else. They can only live yeah. stream on Twitch. And then YouTube's like, all right, well, we're bringing over a bunch of big, big streamers and they're yeah. taking away their audience. So like, like get, you can't rest on your laurels. You gotta, you gotta fucking get, you gotta keep going. You have to keep innovating. You have to always feel like there is competition because there is. And yeah. it's so, it's such an interesting thing that I've seen happen so many times. Yeah, it's uh, I, I on the on the contrary though. I love the I love the narrative of um, like four people getting bought and people saying Twitch is 
Oh, dead. Twitch is dead. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. YouTube has everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like you can count them on one hand. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, they got like that many. Yeah. Um, well, that's, but, uh, that's. I mean, hey, hey, this is a good time to touch on yet another uh, weird thing. I feel like hasn't really started. I mean, it's always existed on the internet, but it's really prevalent now, which is you can only have uh, an extreme take. You cannot, oh, yeah. you cannot have a nuanced take on the internet. It's either yeah. uh, Twitch is dead or Twitch is the greatest website of all time. There is no middle. Yeah. Um, and it goes, and it's the same that goes for everything. Your opinion has to be uh, either everything is the worst thing in the fucking world or it's the best thing in the fuck. There is, it's in, yeah. man, is I'm that, obsessed. That is, <laughs> or... that is unhealthy. That is like maybe the most unhealthy thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah. It's the hyperbole. The hyperbole. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's kind of gross. It's starting to gross me out now on social media. (laughs) You know, like it's kind of gross. Yeah. I'm crying. I can't breathe. It's like, well, I mean, I would, I'd tweet somebody be like, this is pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, same with with me. Like I, you know, like I, Lawrence and I actually, uh, since you've had Lawrence on, Lawrence and I talk about this a lot, which is we, we will, uh, put up our inside games episode. We do our video game news show on YouTube mm-hmm. every week. And we always put in uh, a title that is that extreme take. And then when they click into the video, you watch the video, we're like, maybe it may not be that extreme. Like maybe we should all take a step back. And uh, it's hilarious. Cause all the comments are like, no, it is the worst thing in the world. Like, why yeah. can't we say it's the worst thing in the world? It's like, you might have other shit to work out <laughs> in yeah. your life. You know, like, Maybe yeah. why are you so angry about a video game? <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know that EA was voted the worst company? In, in the world? Yeah, I'm always like, I'm always like, what? What? Like, there's got to be something else here, something yeah. else at play that is causing people to be like death threatening. Yeah, uh, I know. You know, every just, every uh, every time something goes wrong on the channel, our chat goes fucking Ubisoft. Like, uh, it's, <laughs> like, it's like it's like. Because, you know, the internet gets so mad at the, the big three and it's it's like, I mean, you know, with Activision stuff right now, it's pretty, pretty fucking warranted. But like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Ubis, you know, Ubisoft and like, because just like in that sense, it's like, is Ubisoft really that terrible? Because they're making some pretty innovative games. I mean, I mean they have, nobody like, else is, from what they've from what I've heard, they've been very, they have a very toxic uh, work environment, which, by the way, that needs to change. Yes. Yes. Like, no doubt about you know, it. Like, that needs to change. But it's like there are also some good people that work at Ubisoft. Yeah. And when you are yelling at them or sending death threats to the developers, that's going to make this, them really the, upset. <laughs> yeah. Or their social media manager. Who's a 22 year old girl named, <laughs> named, um, Jacqueline. Who's really, really nice. She's, and she's busting her ass it. trying to get it going, yeah. you know, like, and then you're out there being like, fuck this company. Like, I hope you die. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck dude? Like, <laughs> Is there any reason to talk like this to anyone? Ubisoft, Ubisoft is like, we won't tolerate this. We're working to fix it. And they're, they're like, die, Jacqueline. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's uh, that's something that a lot. I mean, like, and I hear this a lot from the, the seasoned content creators that I work with. I hear it from you guys. I hear it from Lawrence. I hear it from kind of funny. It's the same. We're all, you know, we're all the same. We all, we'd rather like have a discussion about it. Um, yeah, yeah. But that is not what sells. That is not what people, they don't go to Hassan because Hassan's like, Everybody, let's all have a measured approach to like no, like Hassan's yeah. like you know saying like crazy shit that, you, <laughs> that you're like oh well okay well that's why I'm here I want to see this guy go go off you know exactly exactly so. like um and and it's it's like it's like very affirming right 
Why the hell are people watching MasterChef on Twitch? What the hell is going on? I mean, who thought that was a good idea? I, I was. I don't know what the hell is happening. It's I like, thought wait, it was, you guys are just watching TV shows on Twitch now. Like, I thought it was crazy because I think it was Pokemon that was watching Avatar, and I was like, oh, you mean like she's watching Avatar on another screen, so it's just streaming herself? Yeah, watching the show, and they're like, no, 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 she's streaming the entire show, and I was like. Yeah. Didn't we learn this like ten years ago on YouTube that we can't do this? Yeah, I, <laughs> like, what? Like watching it like it, watching it fully. It's uh, I thought we'd it's like wild. I thought we'd I'm gonna all have <laughs> I'm gonna have um Rogers base on uh, a future podcast here in a couple of weeks, but I'll talk to him about that because I think he just straight up watches full episodes of anime as well and does like live reactions. I mean, like I'm gonna I, I'll have to ask him about like how are you doing this? The, the, like, the thing is, is like more power to him. Um, yeah, exactly. If that works, like if, if it, it does. If there's, no, if there's no penalties, then like, do it. Like, I'll I'll do it too. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think what happened. Uh, I think Jack Septicai was tweeting about how like, uh, you know, these bigger streamers will create a meta, and then all these small channels will just get absolutely destroyed. Destroyed. That's when they, right. When they when they try to emulate it. Yeah. And they'll like they'll never have a chance. Well, uh, so I got a real. So I do media share every Monday, and media share is. Uh, part and parcel to this but i don't watch like a full television show it's more it's of like different it's, you watch it's different like, when it's a 10 second clip it's well yeah it's like two and a half minutes of a music video or whatever and the thing that i always because people are always like dmca and i'm always i'm always like well first of all allow me to uh assume that risk since i am the creator you don't need yeah. to come in here and shout dmca tos you're not helping Backseat anybody business yeah, running yeah, oh my yeah, god you're not helping anybody and and second of all i have an interesting background with this because when we when i worked on attack of the show uh, Attack of the Show would show internet videos. And those internet videos could be movie trailers, they could be viral videos, they could be music videos, whatever. And the thing that I had learned there for me was what is fair use is if it is timely uh, and or you provide commentary on it. Mm -hmm. So if it's, if I, for example, I put on MediaShare and then leave the room for four hours, <laughs> that's not commentary, mm -hmm. right? That's not me changing yeah. the, the the content. But if I'm sitting there being like, man, you know, I fucking love Avenged Sevenfold. Like, Avenged Sevenfold's <laughs> rad. And, like, watching their music videos, like, whoa, dude, like, M. Shadow's shredding or whatever. That's uh, commentary. Um, yeah. And that is generally protected under fair use. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. So mm -hmm. uh, it's that's why I was like, I'm really curious to see what happens with Pokemon. <laughs> if she can get away with watching 10 hours of Avatar, but, yeah, then, but then provide commentary over it. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think that's I think that's gonna be great if <laughs> if she gets away from that. It's like well, she got banned. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, she did get banned. But <laughs> that's that's in my opinion, that's that's what should happen. But well, um, sure, sure, yeah. As as per terms of service, like, uh, but yeah, what what a, I mean, if if it if it ends up setting a new precedent, you know, thank right. you, Pokemon, right. for allowing me to now watch. Hard Target starring John Claude Van Damme um, on loop for the next yeah, yeah. thirteen hours. Yeah, no, nonstop. I'm not. That's that's great. I usually usually you cannot watch that stuff in full, even if you're providing commentary over. It's just it's so. just strange that just like out of nowhere they were like, "Hey, remember last year when this like scared the shit about the out of the entire industry? Let's just do it. Let's just, let's just do it." Well, like, nobody was looking around being like, "What?" It, what the hell are you talking about? Well, like, <laughs> well, so here's the thing. This is going to sound kind of kind of calloused. Go for it. Um, <laughs> maybe 
Well, if Pokemon gets banned for three days, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Like it's not we like were, whenever when Wes was leaving the brand, we were talking about having him because he left on our. We were taking a week off. Yeah. We were thinking about actually having him pull his dick out on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, and could you imagine this as an event stream? Like the the social media post. It's like. Hey, on December 17th, oh my this gosh. dude is going to pull his ban. dick out. That's a guaranteed yeah, ban. He's going to pull his dick out. Yeah, but it would only be for a couple of days. See, like, I don't know that it would. And and the yeah. reason I say that is because you broadcast it. You you, I, I, you forecast but it. But like, that girl like broadcasted her like fingering herself and stuff on accident. Well, that, know, that, so there, therein there's the difference, right? Yeah, yeah, but if on accident is three days, just a quick flash could, you know, maybe that's like five days. I don't know the. Ooh, the I, that's dangerous. That's very. I don't dangerous. know the. I don't know the flash to masturbation ratio. That's on very, Twitch very nice. Yeah, I'm, and and this is something that I've heard. I mean, I, I you know, speak with Twitch pretty regularly, and uh, I've something I've heard, I've heard directly from Twitch, which is, if it is an accident, whatever. Like they'll probably be yeah. like, hey, they'll text me and be like, can you not do that? Um, but if I'm sitting there being like, we're going to show everybody this dick, you know, like, and everyone's like, the dick's coming up. Here it comes. Yeah, like, could you imagine the they, lead time on that to be like three weeks out? It's like, Hey, they would probably show and hog. I bet they would. I bet they would ban you before you could even you do it. So? You see, the thing is what would be, uh, the, what I would, what we, I would actually do is I would put on like the, the censored underwear and I would test them to see that's oh, what yeah. that's. That's the point to just, you know, like we're getting up and we're getting ready and it's like, here it comes. And then like, and then, and then you know, you got like 4,000 people watching because Kotaku has been like, this guy's going to show his piece in December on Twitch. You got like all these people and just see if Twitch like. They're going to ban pull, you. Yeah. And, and they'll ban you and they may ban you for like a 30 day stint, you know, like something maybe, that really hurts. Life. And so, and. The problem is, is that if they ban you for 30 days or me for 30, that's really bad. But if they ban yeah. Pokemon for 30, eh, whatever. She doesn't care. She's yeah. gonna, she'll be like, ah, no big deal. I'll, I'll pick it up in 30 yeah. days. <laughs> it gives me a vacation. Always, so I think we have about, well, after we, after we, <laughs> after we build the studio and I make the purchase, we have about 30 days of non-streaming before we're done. Like, oh, okay, I see, like, I see. Like as a business, so that's 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 about our like that's our that's our fail-safe window. So I mean, I'm gonna be a thirty-day ban for us. I'm gonna take two weeks off uh, here in a week, and so actually, by the time this airs, I probably will have come back. Um, okay, and uh, I'm gonna take two weeks off, but I'm gonna do a twenty-four hour stream before I leave, and a twenty-four hour stream when I come back, yeah. and that is gonna be that's gonna make up for nowhere near the amount of yeah. Uh, subs and bits and revenue and everything else that comes that, that I lose from two weeks of being gone. And again, yeah, this is the bed we've made. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that is what happens. So. Yeah. But that's why you're bookmarking it. Like, um, same thing with us on Bruce. We're bit. Hey, Hey, moguls here. We're business runners. <laughs> we understand what it takes. Sure. That's why, that's why whenever, um, we always take a week off for Christmas, like as a business, that's great. Just like, bye. Yeah. So that's why on the Friday before we left, we said, Hey, it's Wes's last day. Let's go out with a bang, mm -hmm. huge support, like a, like a week's worth of extra revenue. Awesome. Wonderful day. And when we come back on Monday after the week off, we're launching the brand, right? right, right so right, it's, yeah. it's, Hey, that's going to be a big stream as well. Yep. But I mean, what's, uh, so what do you mind talking about what you're doing for vacation? Oh, um, well, 
Uh, I, should I say where? Well, when is this airing? Can I ask you? This will air um, not this Monday, but next Monday. Ah, damn it! I'll be there. I'll. So I'm trying not to say where I'm going. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're fine. You're fine. But but is there? Is I can't there any wait. Insight? <laughs> I'm yeah. really I'm really excited. Um. So why why now? What, yeah. what pushed you to the vacation? So uh, we, Autumn and I never got, so we got married in March. Uh, we were supposed to get married in October of 2020, got married in March of 2021. Mm-hmm. We took a very short honeymoon, but that wasn't the honeymoon we kind of wanted. Um, we had sort of started scheduling out uh, an actual honeymoon. Um, it was supposed to be, I think, November of 2021, yeah. but COVID. And then like we started scheduling. Out. I was like, all right, well, we'll push it to January. Uh, because again, like it's kind of a slower time of year for, for content creation. Also autumn works full-time job. So she gets paid time off. Um, so she, she can kind of go whenever she wants sort of, um, whereas I can't, but we had scheduled a honeymoon. We we wanted to go to Japan, Japan shut down. Mm -hmm. We wanted to go to Europe. Europe's shutting down currently. Yeah. So, uh, it was like one of those things where we're just like, man, oh man. So we're, we chose January because it is a slower time of year. And I think, I feel like Twitch and YouTube are starting to pick up around February, March timeframe. They usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we chose January, but I would have chosen October, November. Cause that's, yeah. that's the slowest time uh, for Twitch. People call it Droptober after September. Um, yeah. So, and it's uh it's hilarious. I don't know why that is, but that is always, that's honestly always been the case for as long as I've been making content on YouTube and Twitch for some reason, it all slows down around there. And I don't know if it's like people going back to school or work or I, who, yeah. knows? who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, same. I, our viewership has been going up, uh, That's great. but, uh, like pretty consistent. I think, I think unifying the streams into one block really changed the mm. game for us. Just mm-hmm. having the, having the splits was, was rough on the audience. But, um, yeah, I think it's the same. I think, yeah. I think it's the same thing. I think that's one of the reasons we wanted to do March to the top in in March was so we could because the spring is usually better and then the fall is kind of falls off. Yeah, but, that's really weird. It's such a weird uh, state of affairs. I don't know why that it works for it because it works for both Twitch and YouTube. They both slow down. Oh yeah, and I don't. That doesn't. It's it's such an interesting thing that I could posit many theories about, but I don't actually know for sure why it happens. Yeah. wonder if it's game releases, <laughs> but it's, but be. I, games, games release year round now. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's changing. Um, but yeah, it very well could be, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, and I think it's honestly, I think it's across all content on YouTube or Twitch. I don't think it matters what kind of content you're making, whether it's gaming or fashion or what, I think it's at all kind of decreases in, and on the October, November, December timeframe. So, um, what was I wanted to, oh, I wanted to hear about the, uh, your haunted house thing that you did oh, uh, so with Twitch. Cool. So because cool. yeah, one one of the things I'm I'm hoping will happen. I don't know if it'll happen or not, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping to be able to use the space and tell mm-hmm. Twitch like, hey, you don't have to do this in Cali. We're 30 minutes away from the airport. Yeah. Do you have anything that we could produce for you? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, That's great. But I am curious to hear about like. The whole because you whenever we went on the road trip you were like I think I'm gonna be able to do this yeah haunted house thing yeah. uh, for Twitch so what what was that like so the that that's that was the second time I pitched something to Twitch uh, about six months in advance and then usually around three months two months before it actually airs they go okay cool yeah we can give you some cash yeah. uh, go ahead and do it and um they, Twitch has been really nice about like being like we're just trying to 
like let our creators make bigger things. Um, we want our creators to make bigger things. They don't all have to be Twitch streams. Uh, they can be like, you know, big production events. And uh, that's what this was. It was, if anybody doesn't know, it was uh, in real life phasmophobia. That's that's IRL phasmophobia. So I got all the phasmophobia tools. I bring in four people. We all have uh, shoulder mounted cameras that stream live to their channels. And then we go in looking for ghosts, but it was all genuine. So like we go to haunted spots in Los Angeles looking for ghosts with the phasmophobia tools that you know. Um, and this has always been my goal is to make big things, uh, bigger things on Twitch. And there's obviously always room for the the Sean Bolin plays Uncharted for 40 hours streams. Yeah. I, I, there's always room for those. Uh, but Twitch wants bigger stuff. They want um, higher produced stuff. And, yeah, and to and yeah. to speak to that, uh, just just to interrupt, sorry, but that's that's, I think that's one of the most frustrating parts in our growth, <laughs> but also one of the most exciting is that like the the less we play video games on the channel, the more challenged we are. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why we did stuff like the road trip or like March at the Top, where it's yeah. like it, it we the last thing we want to be is just a guy in a chair we want to do that often we want to make a living doing that because we need a baseline of right. sanity that's right, right? That's we right. can't just can't be doing shit like march to the top year round or we'll die that's right um uh hyperbole uh but i think i think that's when it, with the office and stuff we've kind of future proofed um we'll have like 4k cameras and we're working on mobile rigs and lav mics mm-hmm. just to make that kind of like one time purchase. It's like, okay, this is the biggest investment that I'll ever make in the company so that, you know, we can, there, there'll never, there's never going to be an idea that we have to say no to because of space or because of gotcha. yeah. tech. Right. And yeah. I think, I think that's really cool. And you're the same way, you know, with the, with the Phasma streams and, you know, obviously like like your uh, the flight sim stream. I did the flight sim. Stream. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Fl- flight that is, that is such a like. I was watching that. I, I I was watching it. Like I didn't know who you were. Right. Yeah. And that's that was the goal. That's the goal. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's not even a. It's not. I'll watch. I'll watch. I I it it was such a good production that that's when it that's when it's the best because I'm I don't even watch it as a brute I don't know you I right, don't have right. a relationship with you I'm like man this is so good to watch yeah. as a fan that's um yeah, that's the goal that's always yeah the goal. and that's like that's what gets us excited as well is to hey we can play dead space and make a living we can um do a cross-country road trip and do something that nobody really does on a lot oh, of uh, yeah I love that I love that idea the yeah. sub drive that was that was great um yeah, but that was always been my goal when I left was to start my own business, but like the production company, like that was my goal is mm-hmm. to make bigger things. And and that's something that a lot of people I see, they, they ask me, it's like, when's the next ghost hunt? And I'm always like, each one of those things costs $15,000. So like, yeah, I would love to do more of them, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily have unlimited money. Uh, and what's interesting about that too, and there's another thing that I say till I'm blue in the face, and I know my audience has heard this, but I don't know if yours has. And yeah. this is funny because like Phasmophobia, those those streams that we did, the four hour, five hour uh-huh. streams, um, I had a, obviously the viewership is super high, way way better than I normally do for just normal streams, but nobody subbed, and the reason oh, is yeah. is because we didn't say 
hello to them. We didn't say thank you. We didn't say like we didn't yeah. engage them directly because we were making a show. We weren't yeah. we weren't interacting with the audience like you do on Twitch. Like you're sp- that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So yeah, obviously that's the hard part, and that's why I wish Twitch had more money uh, mm-hmm. to pay us right so that they could sell to advertisers and then right. we could make the product form right. Exactly. The dream. The dream. The dream is to do what we do and and make as much as we can without ever having a sub or donation. Yeah. Like that would be yeah. so cool if Twitch was just like, hey Bruce, here's uh, you know, whatever your payroll is, or hey, hang time, here's here's all your health insurance and benefits your studio is paid for. Just stream, you mm-hmm. know, we'll run ads for you. Just make content. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh but I think that's that's what's hard about the larger productions is that like like the road trip stream, we bought food for every single person that we met. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it was like a weird time. Like we spent, we spent twelve fifteen thousand dollars on food for the, the like the, the yeah. community that yeah. we met. Right. It's like gas hotels. It's like on paper, that was a huge, that was a huge month. And then like, you do the expenses and it's like that was that was an average okay (laughs) month but it's like a community builder but i think um that's the fear right is while while if if twitch isn't helping you produce it it's like you have to come up with like a clever way to monetize it that's right the audience that's right um and that's what we're like i just speaking to the audience sorry to interrupt just very briefly that's speaking to the people that are listening to this that's what is when you see a business overextend, so when you see a business that's like supposedly bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars, but then they go under, everyone's like, what? I don't understand. The revenue's like through the fucking roof. It doesn't yeah. matter. If, they're, if yeah. they're spending millions and millions of dollars on the stuff they're producing, but uh, you think they're making a lot of money, that, it, that's it. The business is over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so, you know, and so we're like, I know hang time and the same with me. I'm always trying to make sure I don't overextend. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, the challenge that's that's why the office is scary cuz it's yeah. obviously yeah. like the first time like you know we've made a, a, an investment like that before. Um, but uh it's really just like like once the down payment hits, it's like cool. Well, this this is this is definitely more expensive than our office space, but mm-hmm. like we're not moving from this building like ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, um, but yeah, like the road trip stream, it was, it was, cause I mean, the truth of the matter is like anybody can do math and probably get pretty close to what we make because we don't have a whole lot of brand it's deals the same and stuff. With, same with me. It's the same with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just do the math. And it's like, cool. Um, w- yeah, this is what we do. Thanks for supporting it. Mm-hmm. You're li- you're literally making a dream come true. So yeah, yeah. that's what I also what I say every day. All, yeah. Also, we just met you in Denver, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or it's like we just we just hang out with you in New York City. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's tough. I wish there was a cool way where Twitch could. I don't know. Yeah, but just thinking about like the conversion rate is. Yep. You have 10,000 people watching and it's amazing content, but uh, at least you were given the budget and you were entertaining. Oh, it was great. I, no, I loved it. I mean, like, and that's, that's what, that's how traditional television and movies work. Like you go to 
a network or an investor and they give you money and then you produce a thing. So that's what I did. Yeah. Um, but it was, but it was just me. So it's like, I'm the one pitching it. I'm the one, uh, you know, getting the cash. And then I usually hire my friend, Jeremy, who's another producer, like an amazing producer. And yeah. then we put it together. And that's what we did with flight center. That's what we did with Phasmo. Um, and, uh, that's weird to do on top of also trying to stream every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think that's, but producing is the fun part, right? Of all, And one of the reasons we do March to the top now, obviously, because it's it, last year, it was huge. I don't know. I don't know what'll happen this year. Right. Nobody does. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. nobody does. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but it is like, it is like, man, we are going to produce the living shit out of it. Uh, but yeah, without overextending right because right. it doesn't mean anything <laughs> if we didn't uh if uh yeah. we we spent fifty thousand dollars on having uh you know having adam sandler come down for march to the top it's not <laughs> happening but, uh, <laughs> could you imagine uh but producing is what makes it and that's why we do the special streams and yeah. I, th I think it's interesting what you were talking about with uh i'm all over the place but you you said something that sparked me um we hired PETA, so thank you yeah. for giving... Thank you so much. I should have said this at the beginning, but thank you for giving PETA a, a voice. <laughs> oh, PETA's the best. He's the best. collabs. He's an amazing and content creator. He said this the other day. Uh, we were talking about you on stream, and he was like, they're, like they're, I owe Bruce my spot here. <laughs> he doesn't owe me anything. Hang time. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think PETA made this really cool realization last week in that he did a collab with Alfredo and, uh, in Apex, mm -hmm. and he was feeling kind of down because uh, low viewership, nobody really uh, donated or threw down subs or yeah, anything. Yeah. And and uh, he, I think he was feeling a little bit down about it. And he was like, I think it was because we were just like dialed in and like we were fighting. And then he's playing Pokemon with Grayson this past week, mm -hmm. and they were just looking for a shiny. They played for 40 hours doing circles in the same cave, like yeah. fighting Geodudes over and over again. And we crushed it. They they did an awesome job of hosting, and they're driving conversation, yeah. and uh, our audience supported the crap out of it. And I think I, I'm, I'm really glad that happened for him really early, because mm. instantly I think he was like, I get it. Yep, yep. It's it's not about me in the screen. It's about like me in the chat, right? Yeah. Um, and he he largely knew that already. Um, but I think it was, I think it's cool that you were speaking to that because it is about. Um, it's about the interaction. Yeah, it's like, about the interaction. It, as I tell you what, Sean, I've been eating shit from people that liked Funhouse for years. People uh, shitting on me, saying like, "All you do is read subs. All you do is like." Thank people. All you do is say pay it forward with my shirt. You says. only you you only care about your highest donators. And, and I'm like, and I'm like I'm like but but that's what this content is. I'm like yeah. If if you don't like it, that's okay. Like that's nobody. I don't mind. But yeah. why are you out here insulting what I'm making when that's what it is? That's yeah. what like and, and it sets and, and you know people are like well not every Twitch streamer does I'm like All right, that's fine then go watch the other ones. I'm like I yeah. don't care. You know yeah, like it's, I, it's so funny. It's. It doesn't happen too often with us anymore because like they've fallen off and like we haven't just had exponential growth and tons of new people every day. Sure, and yeah. obviously we didn't come from a, a like a brand as big as Funhouse, but it was so it was always crazy. Uh, I still get it sometimes, especially from like jaded like 
community members. Absolutely, um, yeah. There's de- I definitely have like a very large Splinter group that talks mad shit about me somewhere on the internet. I don't know where it is, <laughs> but like I'll get like people will come back and they'll be like, "Well, they're saying this about you." And it's like, "Well, it's not on our Reddit. And it's not in our <laughs> Discord. It's not on my Twitter feed." So where, it's like, yeah. "Where the fuck are you?" Yeah. But there is this Splinter out there somewhere, and it's like, it's like they only they only care about those that support them, and it's like. What the fuck are you talking about? We talk like I got I got G ones in the chat that have never donated a cent that I talked to the exact same, and it's like, yep, our content is you supporting it, us celebrating that, and then giving you more content. That's right. That's <laughs> what it like, is. And to, and to me, it's a great, it's a, it's an amazing feedback loop because I've, I have never been in a position where the content I made was directly supported by people. I could then thank them. And then talk to them about what they wanted. I've never like yeah. YouTube got close with comments and stuff like that, but Twitch mm-hmm. is, is it is a direct feedback loop. I mean, yeah, working in television, I had no fucking clue. Like I could see the ratings yeah. occasionally, but the, the ratings, ratings, yeah, but, but oh the, my god, but the ratings are Ima- those don't just tell imagine, pe- you know, like for, for the for the listeners, imagine, like imagine making Bruce, imagine Bruce is spending years on content, like three month loops of twelve hour days, and all he gets is a bar graph. That's right. <laughs> about millions of people, and we had to beg for that. No, we, we had to yeah. beg for that stuff. So it's it, it's oh, it's, it's it's hilarious, um, and it's such an interesting take that I see people are like, "This isn't as good as blah blah blah," and like, hey, "All you're doing is this," and I'm like, "But that's what the that's what I'm want to make." Like, yeah. oh, can I make it? And like, it's okay. Really, honestly, move on if you don't like it. It's okay. Yeah. But there's no need for the toxicity. Just move on. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, get easy. out of here. Easy. It's easy. I, I don't know what world we stumbled into where now instead of being like, you know, I don't like this television show. I'm not going to watch anymore. Now it's like, I don't like this television show. I'm going to the subreddit to make sure I death threat all the producers. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? And it's even, it's <laughs> even stranger when it's like, when it's us. That's one of the, that's like the only real bad thing about being like a group or even like as a company. Um, we like, cause it's like, it's like, f- f- fuck those guys. They don't deserve your money. And it's like, what are you talking about? Chase is over there working 80 hour work weeks and he's got two kids. Yeah. Yeah. His wife doesn't work. He, this is his livelihood. Like I have, like, this is look at Grayson. He's sitting right here. He's sitting right here. You just, you just pay, you just help pay for his dental insurance. (laughs) Yeah. Look at at his fucking face. Like it's so weird. um, It's such a weird thing. I can't, I don't understand it. (laughs) We had a, um, we had a YouTube video post to our, our bigger YouTube channel. And I had a friend Mirabella do like a voiceover work as like the voice of hang time. And somebody called it like corporate nonsense. And I'm like, Chelsea's over there folding t-shirts on the kitchen table, dude. You're the furthest <laughs> thing from a corporation. Yeah. I, yeah. We, I just saw this comment on Inside Games the other day. They're like, we were talking about how like, I was like, you know, maybe these large companies are not made up of the worst people in the world. And everyone's like, corporate shields. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I left one of the largest companies in the world, AT&T. <laughs> To do something on my own, and now I'm a corporate shill. I haven't taken a, a cent from EA. It blew yeah. my mind. I was like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, s- sit back and just analyze what you're saying for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just that, for that a hyperbole. Se- just for a second. And, and again, it's the same deal, right? I go back to the, it's got to be this extreme take. Because otherwise, you're not going to get any YouTube thumbs up if you don't say, you're a corporate shills. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, yeah. dude? It's wild. Yeah. But, I mean... Again, going back to what I was talking about, Lawrence, like, it's just like, they're so, like, so fortunate. Do you ever, uh, do you ever try to combat 
the feeling of like it's all luck. Oh like yeah, having all, your audience all, all the time. I mean, like the for me the that's what a lot of people are always like, you know, imposter syndrome or like, uh, yeah. but I, everybody's got it. Like every time I turn on my stream, I'm always like, oh, well, this could be the stream that nobody shows up. <laughs> you know, like yeah. this might be it. <laughs> And I have uh, a, yeah, it sucks. Oh, no, I was just saying, it's like a feeling that I think everybody goes through. I don't, I don't know that, I don't know a content creator that doesn't have that feeling. And I, I mean, even the biggest content creators I know felt the same way. Like, uh, it's not all luck, but it's more of just like, maybe one day they're just not appealing anymore. And that it, it feels weird, you know, like it's yeah. very strange. I get, I get, I've, I've gotten a couple of, especially since the rebrand and stuff, I've gotten a couple of comments and, and shit that it's like, it's like, uh, like I stole this audience that we have right now. Cool, right? Yeah. Like that, right I didn't, I didn't, I didn't earn the viewership. Uh huh. You know, even though you're or, there every single day. Yeah, seven and hours I've been a here day. Since the beginning. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, it's such an, it's, uh, again, I go back to the same deal. It has to be this extreme take because yeah. they're looking for the ten uh, Reddit upvotes. They got to get yeah. that free fucking karma. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't like it definitely wasn't like a reason for the rebrand, but it definitely is like a maybe like a 5% part where it's like it's claiming ownership for myself and it's claiming it was claiming ownership for Chase and Grayson yeah, yeah. and and now PETA. It's right. like, yeah. no, these guys have been here the whole fucking time. Yeah. Like this is this is us. But that's been that's been like the only hard part about the rebrand is like hmm. it's like you 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 didn't deserve that you don't deserve the audience you have you they're not yours they're the g1s from like years ago and but they would have left right they would have left. they would have yeah yeah is somebody forcing them to watch a twitch stream Did they have a gun to their head <laughs> yeah. no they would have left if they didn't like the content That's, they would have left that might be the new meta bruce is to hold the audience hostage <laughs> let me think about that okay. <laughs> I, it's just such a i mean like boy now more than ever, there's so much choice to watch. Like I know I could I could watch ten Twitch streams, or I could watch thirty YouTube channels, or I could watch fucking fifty Netflix shows. Like Disney Plus alone has <laughs> there's more Star Wars content for you to watch than there is on Twitch. For God's sake, I like, know, I know, and 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 then so it's, what an interesting what an interesting opinion to say like oh you stole what there's no such thing yeah the audience I leaves know. if they don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> I know. You know, like, uh, I really just brought it up to put it in the thumbnail because it'll be a captivating title, but <laughs> not really. Not really, but now that I'm thinking of it, it will. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Any games coming out? What you're going to do when Elden Ring hits? I mean, Elden Ring is not going to be my game. Uh, mm. I'm not a from software, uh, you know. You will be. It gets us all eventually. Don't worry. Does it? It hasn't gotten me, and I've tried. I have tried. I played. I played twenty four hours of Demon Souls, Sean, and I tried. Um, uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe Elden Ring will get me. I, oh, hey, great if it does. Uh, no, I'm looking yep. forward to Arceus. That comes out at the end of this month, actually. Pokemon Arceus. The hell it. That's the open world. Arceus. That's the Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the open world Pokemon. Um, and then we've got. I mean. My guess is these games are going to get delayed, but we've got Starfield and we've got Breath of the Wild too. Those are huge, huge releases for me personally. Starfield's going to be big, but I bet, man, I bet I bet you're just going to. I love. Oh, it. I can't wait. Yeah, I bet, I bet you're going to dive into that so hard. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. But, but I'm pretty sure those games are going to get pushed. I don't know if they're going to come out in 2022. If they do, great. Yeah. I mean, I'll play the fucking shit out of it. But I mean, like, yeah. 
probably 2023 for both of those games. Those are the games yeah. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I, I should have done this at the beginning. I did it with Lawrence, but how? Tell me, tell me about inside games and what oh, what yeah. that's that's going like. Real quick, just just as a way, so I can push to it in the description. Sure, yeah. Talk um, a, talk about a project of passion. Uh, so again, it's hilarious that we were getting comments about how we were corporate shills because yeah, Lawrence and I are uh, literally getting paid pennies to do that channel, and we have been for almost a year. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. that's that's the funnest part. That's why we haven't moved to YouTube yet. I mean, like this yeah. channel has this video will probably get five hundred to a thousand views. Um, that will yield no payout. Correct. Uh, that's right. Just so that's you right. just so you know, yeah, that's right. Like I, I, it, it will be. This is gonna make a nickel. Well, uh, yeah. Well, we're uh, we're but, employing people uh, at Inside Games that edit our videos. They're great. They they're always mm -hmm. in our description. Um, and we're like there are contractors that you know, make a video for us every week. So we want to make sure they're paid fairly and they put in a ton of work. So that said, what we're doing currently is barely a money-making. I mean, we're talking about barely a money-making venture. Uh -huh. um, and we're doing it because we love it. Like I, I love making video game news with Lawrence. Lawrence loves writing video game news. Uh, I hope we continue to do it. We may, we may do some uh, Patreon goals like later on. We would try and scale up a Patreon. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I uh, think yeah. I think what it ha it just reads with energy, right? It's it, I, I love um, it. I love it. Yeah, the um, it, it's very upbeat and fast paced, and it it feels like you guys making gaming news, and it's not yeah stupid. It's it's. it's I mean, yeah, like, like I said, we we make it we make the extreme, you know, like uh, thumbnail and title to get people in, and then once they get in, they're like, oh wait, wait a minute, hold on, like these people don't actually want to shit on something like every other YouTube content creator does, you know, like we're trying uh -huh. to, trying to make, there's a nuanced approach to the news because Lawrence and I have been in this industry for 20 years. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we've got some background. Are, do you guys, do you guys read, do reads off a, like a, like a prompter or are y'all? It's not a prompter. It's usually like this. We have just like a Google doc that yeah. both of us have read through and then look, cause Lawrence writes the entire thing. We put a Google doc up on a computer to monitor and then like, usually use that as reference and then just bounce off. Um, you know, like we'll uh, ad lib points that we've thought about in addition to what's on the script, but try and hit the points from the script. Gotcha. So. I think I think what I like most about Inside Games and even, you know, even your work in the past is like the ad libs and your reads in general. Obviously, Lawrence is like a, a reading god. Uh, yeah. But um, it's very natural. And I, I genuinely, I was like, man, are they just like memorizing <laughs> no, no. rundowns and then going? But no, it's, it's uh, make, yeah, we're reading right off a little Google Doc. Yeah. Well, make sure and go check out Inside Games. I got it down in the description uh, for please, all. Please do, by the way. That, we, we work very hard on that. We love it. So All your hyperbolic takes. Uh, Dude, yeah, we're corporate good, chills. Good thumbnails. If you want to come over corporate to chills. corporate chills who've never, literally never gotten paid from <laughs> EA or <laughs> you come on right over. <laughs> I remember, I think whenever that, that that motherfucker who was like, is this some kind of April Fool's joke? I think. What was that? I think whenever uh, for the Activision Diablo Immortal thing. When it, do you remember oh, that? Oh yeah. The guy who at at their own panel was like like roasting them. Yes. I remember. I remember we like on a podcast we were like that guy is such a piece of shit. Like <laughs> to hell it. Like what what an asshole. And then everybody was like, what's Activision paying you to say this? <laughs> like you think Activision would pay somebody? No. To insult, <laughs> no, a yeah, that, that, person on the internet. It's it's a uh, it's such an interesting thing because it's like, again, there are people making these video games. They are not made by a robot. There are yeah. lots of artists working very hard to make a video game that you want to play and make money for their company. 
So it's okay if the video game is bad, but you don't need to shit on them personally and call them names and send them death threats. It's okay. In closing, what was your take on um, the Days Gone director? Just just being like, what did he say recently? What? Um, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Ghost of Tsushima uh, sold eight million copies, right? And he was like, he on Twitter, he was like, Days Gone sold eight million copies, and we were treated like crap. Um, it sounds to me like he had a real bad experience because <laughs> yeah, he, he's talked yeah. a lot about uh, his his and Sony's relationship, which I appreciate. He's very transparent, but yeah, sounds to me like he's probably had a like. This is going to sound weird, and, and and I'm very sympathetic to what he's saying. However, yeah, I would imagine he maybe maybe there are times that he just didn't realize he was making a game for a business. And, yeah. you know, like, I'm sure he was like, I really want to make a really good video game. Like, I want this game to be really fun, and I want a lot of people to play it, but also I don't care how many it sells. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, when you're working for Sony, you cannot think like that. Uh, when you're working for anybody. When you, well, that's true. When you're working for any large company or even a company for that matter, most of the time, if it's like a really large, not a small business, then most of the time we're looking for a profit. Um, I mean, I mean, so. if Grayson comes to me with the stream idea and we're like, yeah, let's make it. And then it doesn't it low viewership, no support. You don't do I'm it like, again. Okay. Well, yeah. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. So, and, and again, so, so to me, he sounds like uh, an artist who's like, I am here to make a good video game and that's it. And that's okay. Yeah. That's an all right attitude to have. However, if you are the director of said video game and they came to you and said, we need you to hit 10 million sales, uh, please make sure you hit 10 million sales. And then he went, well, we didn't hit 10 million sales. And like, well, we're not going to do it again. They treated me like shit. It's like, well, yeah. maybe they gave you the metrics that you should have hit. I, again, maybe, very maybe they told sucker And maybe they told Sucker Punch that they needed to hit 5 million sales. Exactly. They've, everybody's yeah. got <laughs> their own their own interpretation of that. And I, and I, like I said, I'm very sympathetic to what he is saying. Yeah. Because I don't know what a conversation is. Maybe, maybe honestly, on the other side of this, because I want to be super fair, maybe he made Days Gone and no one from Sony came to him and told him what he needed to hit. Maybe they, yeah. were, they were like, you know what, dude? Just make a good video game. And that's bad, by the way. That's not the way yeah. you run a company. It's not the way you make software or any other product. You go to Days Gone Director and you say, we need you to hit 10 million sales. So figure out a way to do that with your video game. If they didn't do that for him, if they came to him and said, make a good video game, uh, we don't care what it hits. And then they put the video game out and it doesn't sell very well. And they're like, what happened? <laughs> then that's, <laughs> that's on Sony. <laughs> That's yeah. on Sony because they didn't yeah. give him the uh, the metric. They didn't give him the goal to hit. So it, yeah. could, it could go either way. I don't know. I'd, I'd love to talk to him about it. I mean, wh while he was making the game, maybe he was like, maybe he was like cussing out Sony execs all the time. Every time he showed him something, here's day, here's Days Gone preview, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they just didn't like him. We don't have the other side of this. We never will. We'll never hear the other yeah. side of this from the Sony execs. So, and, and that's it's, and, because but, some, this is what makes me a corporate shill. By the way, yeah, is that exactly. I'm thinking about both sides, and everyone's like, "No, Sony's garbage," and I'm like, well, "But wait a minute, hold on. There's a, there's somebody else over there that I would love to talk to about it, find out what they did." So, yeah, wow. yeah. but you never, but but you never will know because no. half of that, half of those two parties will honor their NDA, unlike the that's, game director. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> who is You're right about that? <laughs> right about that. <laughs> we'll say whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, but uh, hour and a half, man, that went by really fast. You bet it did. Well, uh, you and I could talk forever. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. You're so sweet. <laughs> You're the best, Bolin. I love you. I love you, boys over there. You know that. I'm so excited to see Pete over there. It's the best. I know. It, it's gonna go. It, it's gonna go really well. I'm all. I'm already like. I, I. I texted the guys the other day, and and I was like, Hey, that Pokemon content you made, like, you know, I feel this. I feel this 
pretty often, but it's hard to let go. But I, I told him I could not have lended any value to that stream. Like as yeah. a host. Yes. I like, understand. So like the past two weeks I've been doing nothing but YouTube stuff mm -hmm. and real estate stuff and helping Chelsea with business stuff. And I haven't like, I haven't worried about anything for a second oh, that's and great. it's Pete and it's Pete's first week. Yeah. Um, that's great. So, uh, I'm super excited about PETA. I'm sorry he wasn't on this, on the show, but trying to keep it pretty lean to give those guys days off. But, yeah, um, check out Bruce on twitch.tv slash Bruce green. You can go to youtube.com slash inside games and, uh, just thank him, uh, in the comments, say thanks, Bruce. Uh, Bruce, I will be completely honest with you. I don't have much to offer you from a value perspective. <laughs> like, <not> true. <laughs> Uh, like this, this, this cross promotion, like you will share it to Twitter. It will bring in viewers. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for right. helping fun. me grow this little podcast over no, here. It's fun. I just like, I just like talking to you. That's why we, that's why I did it. <laughs> so easy, easy. <laughs> You're so cool. Okay. Uh, we're signing off. Thank you guys. Make sure and go check out last week's episode with, uh, Lawrence where he and I blast, uh, rich bro dudes who bought a lot of YouTube com or YouTube channels, uh, without, without having any idea what to do with them once they acquired them. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, much love and, uh, we'll see you next time. All right. See you buddy. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs>